thought you knew Deserts your fight I'll go with you You're facing down A dark hole I'll grab my light And go with you I'll go with you I'll go with Surrounded and up against the wall, I'll shred them all and go with you. When choices end, you must defend. I'll grab my bag and go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Don't need to run, stay with me, my blood, stay with me, no, you don't need to run, stay with me. Up at the end of your driveway, they're calling for your head and they're calling for your name. I'll bomb down on a mime coming through. Do they know I was grown with you? They hear the smoke, no, I'll go with you. Just keep it outside, keep it outside, yeah. and stay with me. No, you don't need to run, stay with me. Stay with me, my blood. You don't need to run. Stay with me. No, you don't need to run. Stay with me, my blood. You don't need to run.
need to run Stay with me a glass the podcast where we talk about these stories and storytellers that shape us i am hunter danson and i am very tired sorry eric <laughs> lintola me too i almost waited for you to say my name uh there's sure <laughs> <laughs> so tears coming from my eyes oh. <laughs> okay <clears throat> But I, I am still very excited for this podcast, as listeners might have guessed, because I have done not one, but two covers uh, of 21 Pilots songs. Uh, so stay tuned at the end for trees. Um, yeah. But yeah, I am, I am so excited. I absolutely love 21 pilot, Pilots, uh, as I'm sure you will find out. But uh, before you do, um, I got to know what's in your glass, Eric. I'm trying with the classic today. A uh, classic that would not have been allowed in my house growing up at this time of night. In fact, <laughs> would not be allowed outside of breakfast time because <laughs> orange juice oh. without pulp yeah. is a breakfast drink, not a lunch or a dinner drink. It's like a... Uh, drink anachronism. Pulp or no pulp? No pulp. We ain't about that pulp life. Mm-mm. We make pulp fiction here. <laughs> um, Hunter, what is in your glass? Uh, well, I am kind of, I don't have too many creative drinks in my house at the moment, but I do have some ginger turmeric herbal tea. Um, and I thought it was appropriate because Tyler Joseph of 21 Pilots is a little bit spicy, uh, in some of his songs, but he's also kind of good for you, like turmeric. So, um, yeah. Still trying to, to go with the theme, spicy. you know? <laughs> oh, I gave up on that at the first episode. <laughs> no, that's too much work. Too much work. Uh-huh. There are 21 unique flavors within this orange juice that <laughs> if your taste bud is strong enough. <laughs> well, what are you tipping out the orange juice for and what are you raising it for this week? Hunter, I have not told you this yet. It's (laughs) my raising a glass and pouring one out are very are fully related this week. Um, Okay. uh, I'll tell you what they are, and then I'll explain why they're related. Uh, I'm pouring one out for uh, quiche and carrot sticks, cold quiche and carrot sticks, and I'm raising a glass to uh, police officers. (laughs) okay yes uh yesterday i was reaching down at a stoplight for uh my carrots and quiche 
Um, I actually can't remember which one I was reaching for. Mm-hmm. And my car and the light had turned green. And so my car was going forward and the car in front of me was not. Mm-hmm. And so I got into a car accident. Oh, no. Less than 10 miles per hour. Everybody is okay. Um, it was just me in the car, which I'm grateful. Definitely still feeling a little bit like rattled, even though like it wasn't the the biggest extent of the uh, the two largest extents of the uh, damage to the vehicles were one the the plastic thing that goes around my fog light for one of them uh, like yeah. popped out, so I grabbed it and I pushed it back in, and it's all fine. Um, and the car mm-hmm. in front of me uh, has now has a a blue outline of my license plate because <laughs> the paint <laughs> came off and that was it it's, and but the person yeah. in front of me uh, instead of just exchanging information and going on about our day because we were both fine and there really wasn't any damage like like exchanging you know insurance yeah. and stuff like that um she called 911 oh okay. to get the police involved and so I was like, well, in that case, I'll call them as well. Maybe that'll make them come faster. Um, and I had a wonderful interaction with police officer, uh, police officer Williams, I think is his last name. Um, very nice man. Um, very helpful. Uh, he looked at the, at the, the, the vehicles and, and what was happening, the extent of the damage. And he said, you guys just going to exchange information. I said, no, uh, this woman, <laughs> the woman in front of me does not want to speak to me and feels the necessity of having the police involved. So uh, there's now a police police report. So, oh, wow. uh, which, which my wife was like, just think about it as an official way of saying no damage was done or very <laughs> little damage was done. So, yeah. Uh, but that is why I'm pouring on out for carrots. Actually, I ate the carrots in the quiche. Uh, while I was waiting for, <laughs> while listening to Twenty One Pilots, <laughs> nice, <laughs> just standing next to my car, leaning on it, eating cold quiche, which is not the best form of quiche. Mm. Um, but I'm definitely still a little shaken from that, and and I was on the way to a work thing, and so I still went to the work thing afterwards. So it's just yeah, it's a long day yesterday, a long, not as long of a day today, but. A long one for tomorrow and Thursday, so it's a, it's a week. Yeah. Well. Um. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, which is why one of the reasons why you didn't hear any bass in either of the, uh, yeah, the amazing covers Hunter Hunter did. So yes. Well, uh, sorry. For there's that. still time if you want to. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, don't hold your breath. Uh, uh, but Hunter, what are you raising a glass and pouring one out for this week? Well, I'm raising a glass to the stranger who helped me in a Walmart parking lot. He helped to jump my car. Um, <clears throat> and because the battery died. Uh, we had our whole family out running multiple errands. Um, oh no! <laughs> yeah, and I did have we did have a battery pack in the car, but 
It didn't work. Tried it multiple times. Double checked. Triple, right. triple checked. I guess they lose charge over time, and I hadn't charged it in a while, even though I charged it all the way when I got it, but <clears throat> didn't count for anything. So, but then I was there for for a little while. I was just trying to like trickle charge it because the battery pack still had juice left, but it just wasn't enough to like start it. So I was like, maybe I can just charge it slowly, whatever. Uh, and then a guy pulled in. And he had like mechanic clothes on. So like, and he's mm. like, what's going on there? He knew like exactly what he was doing. And he's like, hold on a minute. I just got to get something in Walmart. And then I come back out. We can jump your car. And he had jumper cables. Uh, and he, we did it first try. Uh, and he was really nice. I don't even know his name. Nice. He just kind of took off. I was like, wow, that was a very nice man. Helped me out. Helped your um, family out. Yeah, yeah. My my wife was with the kids in uh, Dunkin' Donuts in Walmart. Um, but uh, good old Dunkin' Donuts in Walmart. Yeah. So I'm I'm raising a glass to a person of Walmart, which uh, you know hear about very often. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, a pouring one out for social anxiety. Um, I definitely have symptoms. I remember things that I have done over like decades ago uh, that I still think about with anxiety. Remember things um, when you were five? Like over a decade. Okay. It's like you're not old enough to be thinking decade. Maybe. Uh... I'm sure if I think about it, I can think of something, but, um, (laughs) you know, like, like the time I bombed a speech in a econ class in high school, uh, it was like a presidential speech. It's a really, really like uh, kind of a dumb assignment, but, uh, totally bombed a speech. Uh, but uh, I've just been think. I just can't get off my mind the fact that I said Carlos Beltran instead of Robert Beltran on the Star Trek podcast. <laughs> um, I put it in the show notes that I misspoke. Um, Robert Beltran plays Chakotay in Star Trek Voyager. And I said Carlos Beltran on the podcast, and I just, I'm just like, oh. I'm sure there's, there's lots of other things. That I wish I had said right or whatever. Um, but, you know, I'm probably the only one who, who really cares um, about it. The, with most of these things that I think about, like, I'm the only one who cares or even remembers them. So uh, I definitely have a few of those things in my life. Yeah. But, um, I definitely find myself needed to apologize for a lot of things. People are like, yeah, but that wasn't even a problem. I was like, but it was. It was such a big problem. I'm so sorry I said that. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. But uh, listening to 21 Pilots this week has been very cathartic for uh, my social anxiety. And especially the song, The Hype, on the album Trench. But we will get there. Um, because, yes, we are talking about... 21 pilots. 
Um, Not 21 Guns, in case you were wondering. Different band. Yeah. <laughs> Great song, different band. Yeah. Um, and I, I want, I have so much that I want to say about 21 Pilots that I feel like if I just start talking, I'm going to get totally lost. Um, so I'm going to, I hope I can re- rely on you to sort of keep us on some sort of track uh, as we go through this. Um, I, I asked that you listen to uh, Vessel mm-hmm. and Trench, two albums, mm-hmm. and the song Stressed Out uh, from Blurry mm-hmm. Face. Um, and I chose those albums because Blurry Face is probably 21 Pilots' like most popular album. Um, and it's incredibly well known. And I feel like a lot of the conversation, there's a lot, a lot of things that have already been said about Blurry Face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I picked Trench because I feel like it doesn't get talked about that much. And I, I really love it a lot. Um, and Vessel is just my favorite one, my favorite album. Um, and I, I love all of the other 21 Pilots too, just no fun intended and self titled. And um, of course, the incredibly moving TB Saga, um, which is a deep cut that you can look for. But uh, Vessel is, you know, is, is my favorite one if I had to pick just one. But I want to I want to hear from you, Eric. Have you listened to Twenty One Pilots before? Um, are you familiar with them at all? Before this week? Well, Hunter, before I answer that, I just want to say it's very exciting to see you so passionate about something, uh, especially something that I, I knew you liked Twenty One Pilots, but I did not know that you were like deeply passionate. Oh, oh I them. am. Yeah. Well, it's very clear already. Um, uh, so very interested to dive into that and how these things have shaped your life. Um, these albums in particular. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. I don't listen to tons of music. Um, well, I do listen to a lot of music, but not, I don't, (laughs) this isn't on the normal playlist that I listen to, but many of these songs were familiar to me even before um, spending a lot of time listening to Vessel and Trench. Um, and, um, you know, I, I I don't know if anybody hasn't heard Stressed Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shut up, we need to make money. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like that. Um, I also am a person who finds it very challenging to remember the remember a song based off the title. So as you're talking about different songs today, I will need you to give me a cue as to how the song goes. Yeah. Um, I'll do my best. So, uh, yeah, that's, but I, I never had any emotional attachment to 21 pilots. I wouldn't Mm. skip 21 pilots if it came on the radio, you know, on my playlist but I probably wouldn't love it either. Like hit the heart button, you know, on Spotify. Hmm. That's me. That's where I came from. All right. How about this time around? As I eat a vanilla wafer. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, Hunter, I've actually been interested. 
of these two albums, which one do you think I connected with the most? Maybe Vessel. Vessel is much chiller. I found as an album, personally. That's as interesting. I to it, you disagree with that? Well, I think there's a lot of angst in Vessel. I feel like there is in Trench too, but I f- I don't know. Trench is like also musically heavy. I tried uh, listening to Trench as I was driving away from the car accident and got incredibly stressed out. Um, whereas I think if I was listening to Vessel, I wouldn't have been as stressed out. So for whatever reason, the way it, it hit me, uh, hmm. Vessel calmed me down a little bit more. And then I turned on some Andrew Peterson because I really need to calm down. And that was good. Right. Um, so. But I, I quite enjoyed listening to both of them. Um, I have listened to more 21 Pilots in the last week than I have the rest of my life combined. <laughs> so, And I did not put the albums on, on uh, Shuffle. I listened to it all the way good. through. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I won't say that I, I did not deeply analyze all of the words and how they speak to each other. And mm-hmm. I did see that there was an album where the band talks about each particular song. Do you see that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they did that for Vessel. Yes. On Spotify or something. Yep. Well, Hunter, please take it away. What, why are we talking about tone and pilots? Clearly you love them and you're passionate yeah. about them. When were um, you introduced to them? Like what, what is it about? I see vessel came out after, after you were out of high school um, when you were in college. Like how yeah. long have you been following Twenty One Pilots? What is what is what is Twenty One Pilots to you? <laughs> uh, well, I was introduced to Twenty One Pilots by TJ, um, my man TJ, and we did like a music swap. I gave him some Need to Breathe files, and he gave me some Twenty One Pilots. Uh, he gave me Vessel and Blurry Face, and I think that was in. It's like my sophomore, junior year of college, maybe. Um, and <laughs> my first reaction to Vessel, um, I think it, it took me a little bit to get into it <clears throat> because I don't really listen to rap. Um, and even though I, I appreciate it as music more than I used to, um, but it's, it's just not really, it's never been my style or what I look for. Um, and so, uh, Vessel came out in, uh, 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, and it has some sort of like the first song Ode to sleep is just totally up and down starts out. sounds kind of like Eminem. Um, the, the way that he raps, uh, and, uh, you probably, you might hear me rap later on or, or fake rap. Cause I just really can't <laughs> you call fake rap frapping yeah. over here. Up, up, uh, up. And I feel my stole start leaving. 
like an old man's hair receding. Um, and so when I first heard it, I sort of like tightened up because I wasn't sure what to think about it. Um, and then I think by the time it got to semi-automatic, um, semi-automatic, my prayer is schizophrenic, but I live on, yeah, I live on, yeah, I live on. Um, I was like totally into it because like, because of the lyrics, um, the music is good. A lot of, he uses a lot of piano and synth and um of course the josh dunn on the drums um but for me with 21 pilots it's really all about the lyrics because tyler joseph struggles with his faith with depression uh with imposter syndrome with suicidal thoughts um and, and he is able in his lyrics I, I was trying to think about like what his lyrics do and i think he's able to go so deep into an issue because he he doesn't really attack it directly um at least not very often like in the song neon gravestones is is a little more direct than he usually is um but it's it's poetry uh and and poetry can really kind of um slip through the cracks of uh all the facts and emotions around an issue and go deeper, um, mm -hmm. to, uh, to your heart, your soul, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So that's that's where it started, and I kept going with Blurry Face, uh, and I think by the time I just cut through those, I was like pretty much a fan, um, and I just kept, you know, every time a new album out, I'd get it and listen to it, um, and I probably will keep doing that, um, as long as he makes them. They make them. Yeah, how many people are in 21 Pilots? Well, technically, it's two. Uh, I mean, the two two big names. There's Tyler Joseph, who does like all the lyrics, um, most of the music and stuff, and then Josh Dunn, who plays the drums. Um, but Tyler and Josh are really good friends. Um, they've been friends for a really long time, and I think Josh is even if he's not directly contributing. Uh, to the music and melodies and that kind of thing. He does contribute a lot to the music in the process. Uh, and he is a really incredible drummer. Um, my wife and I actually saw them live in Boise uh, mm. in the Taco Bell arena, um, which they were very happy about. They said they loved Taco Bell uh, when they came out on stage. Um, but 
Tyler Joseph and Josh Dunn. Okay. Uh, now is it the, is it the two of them on the cover of Vessel? No, <laughs> no. So this is one of the things that um, is a major theme in Tyler's music is growing old. <laughs> Um, because he has, if you listen to the lyrics, you know, he, he mentions like, um, self-harm, like my wrist and my mind have the bleeding lines that remind me of all the times I've committed crimes that I've perfectly form fitted to what I've done and what I'm doing. Um, and, uh, later on, you'll see this develop in, in the, in, to neon gravestones um, where at the end he says, find your grandparents or someone of age, pay your respects to the path that they paved to life. They were dedicated. Now that should be celebrated. Uh, So it's this idea of like, you know, respecting your elders because they have run a race and they have, they were dedicated to life and, um, you know, Tyler's music really, he he himself, I think, struggled with, with suicidal thoughts and the, the sort of community that came around the music, um, talked about it a lot too. Uh, and that's what Neon Gravestones kind of came out of. <clears throat> In Neon Gravestones, it's on Trench. On Trench, yeah. Hunter, the, the song that connected most with me, maybe because I knew it before. I don't actually, I think I did. Maybe I didn't. Um, also talks about getting old and it's referenced in, in my name. Uh, House of Gold. Yeah. Uh, and it seems to be a song uh, by written by a mother to a son. It's a son to a mother. She asked me, son, when I grow old. Okay. Will you buy me a house of gold? So it it, it I really enjoyed the feel of the song. I enjoy mm-hmm. the the sound of it and just I think I think I like I, I've told said before on this, I'm more of a power ballad type guy in general. <laughs> um I don't know if this is quite a power ballad, but it is definitely more ballad-esque than some of the other ones. It's more of a pop song. Sounds like more okay. of a pop song. Dang it. I like pop music. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> um, sorry, that was an internal monologue. Um, dialogue, actually. Do you know more about the song or about kind of what is trying to be spoken? Is Is there... You brought up that uh, Twenty One Pilots has that. There's a, a a depth to the to the songwriting. Yeah. So the the main chorus is, and he plays it with the ukulele, uh, actually. Um, and it's she asked me, son, when I grow old. Will you buy me a house of gold? And if your father turns to stone, 
will you take care of me? Um, so it's, mm-hmm. I interpret it as like the mother asking the son, like, will you take care of me when I get older? Um, will you still need me and feed me when I'm 64? Um, and the answer is, I will make you queen of everything you see. I will put you on the map. I'll cure you of disease. Um, and that's, I don't know, to me, that's really the meat of the song uh, is Tyler's love for his mom and, you know, wanting to give her her everything um, and take care of her. Uh, but the, I guess the uh, kind of weird part of this song, uh, which I guess we could call depth, is... <laughs> um, and since we know that dreams are dead and life turns plans up on their head, I will plan to be a bum. So I just might beget someone. Um, which this has become someone, but I'm pretty sure it's beget someone. Has it been become this whole time? Have you ever listened to Screamo lyrics um, with like what is actually said? And by that, I mean in parentheses, like in, in quotation marks. I almost refuse to believe that it's it's become. Those definitely different meanings. And now we'll play a short intermission break while Hunter goes on a fact-finding mission to discover whether or not 21 Pilots saw House of Gold is about becoming or begetting. Everything is saying become. This is really bad uh, music. I was trying to, I don't know what I was trying to go for. My mind was going to go for elevator music, but it's kind of hard to like whistle elevator music because it's got its own specific ambiance. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I guess it is become some someone. It really does sound like beget someone to me though, uh, because he kind of yells the line. And then the interpretation that I have, it sort of works. But um, because like Tyler, uh, basically, I'm pretty sure he dropped out of college to finish this album. Um, so to and to like tour his album. And um, there's some great like old footage that you can find of them on the road. Uh, <clears throat> like it's basically this them with a trailer it's like tyler and josh they got a trailer uh and there's like footage of them like changing a flat and stuff and they basically just toured it um and tyler's mom i guess was like incredibly supportive of him and would like invite people to come to his shows and stuff um (laughs) which is just like just wonderful um my mom has always been incredibly supportive of me as well. Um, and it's a really, really special. And this is Tyler's song that honors her. And I think this verse, um, since we know that dreams are dead and life turns plans up on their head, I'll plan to be a bum. So I just might become someone is sort of like, he didn't know if he was going to be successful or not. Um, it's like, yeah, you can have success in music, but 
you know, it's not definitely not guaranteed. Um, and he, he just, he said that he just might become someone and, and he did, uh, but he could have been a bum <laughs> too. Thank you. That's helpful. I, yeah, I, I, it's very clear to me that you have spent a lot of time, uh, with these albums that they are kind of part of your psyche. Is that the right way? Does that that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that if we went through each song, we'd be able to speak to piece after piece in it. I am wondering before we do that or before we kind of dive, maybe super, you know, maybe even deeper for our listeners who do not know 21 pilots. If you were going to introduce them to vessel through two or three songs, which songs would you introduce them to? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's Ode to Sleep because it is a really great representation of the sort of like genre blending that 21 Pilots does. This sort and this like rap to pop, and yet the lyrics are. much deeper and about much more serious and sad topics than the average uh, pop song. So Ode to Sleep. Okay. Migraine. It's it's hard to choose between Migraine, Car Radio, Same Automatic, and Screen. Car Radio is hilarious. Oh yeah, I love car radio. Ridiculous! It is ridiculous. Yeah, it's not about him sit being sad because he's surrounded by silence because somebody somebody stole my car radio and now I just sit in silence. Yeah, great ending to the song too. Oh yeah, that's how it just ends too. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I I like migraine because like just some incredible lyrics like i think it's some of his best to date some of his best like uh lyrics um i begin to assemble what weapons i can find because sometimes to stay alive you've got to kill your mind the refrain is am i the only one i know waging my wars behind my face and above my throat Shadows will scream that I'm alone, but I know we've made it this far, kid. Boop. It's just, it just has a really great vibe. Uh, oh then, yeah, and the the synth or the 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 way that the voices are, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a very unique sound. I I, yeah. I can't. I can hear it in my head, but I can't even pretend. I begin to to communicate. Like, like, just freeze frame. Please let me paint a mental picture portrait. 
something you won't forget. It's all about my forehead and how it's a door that holds back contents that makes Pandora's box contents look non-violent. Behind my eyelids are islands of violence. My mind shipwrecked. This is the only land my mind could find. I did not know it was such a violent island, full of tidal waves, suicidal crazed lions. They're trying to eat me, blood running down their chin. I know that I can fight or I can let the lion win. I begin to assemble what weapons I can find. Because sometimes to stay alive, you've got to kill your mind. Okay. And then the third one. How would you end off the... Uh, the experience. Trees. Trees. 21 Pilots ends every concert with trees. Really? Why? Yeah. Because it's trees. It's, um, <clears throat> it's a very simple song. There's like three chords. But to me, trees is really... I sing trees like a worship song when I sing along to trees because it is just a cry of uh, loneliness, of wanting to reach out. Um, and in my faith journey, I've gone through periods of time where I really feel like I, I can't feel God. Like, especially in college, um, I went through a period of time where I just like couldn't, I would see people in doing worship and singing songs and stuff. And it would see like, it would seem like they were really getting something from it, really feeling God. And, and I just wasn't. Um, but trees is, it's just, it's asking that question of like, why won't you speak where I happen to be silent in the trees? And yet there's an acknowledgement of like knowing that, that even if I can't feel God, he's still there. I can feel your breath. I can feel my death. I want to know you. I want to see. I want to say hello. Uh, and the whole song is building. They actually, in the concerts, they float uh, Tyler and Josh out on this crowd on these like platforms that hold uh, drums. And so okay. Josh is like just drumming out in the crowd. Um, and you know, it's, it's like a, it's like, you know, it's like a three or four chord song, but they build it so well. Um, and there's a great interlude and it comes back in and, and repeats. Um, and it's just this cry of wanting to say hello. And in the, in the recording, Tyler is like literally screaming like, hello. Um, like full on screamo, which, you know, <laughs> I've, I've never really listened to screamo and I still don't, but, um, like if there's one place where it is appropriate, um, it, it, it really, it's there. Um, just that, that kind of desperate cry of wanting to connect. Wow. I definitely felt that as I was listening through the songs, um, there was a conversation about faith or a conversation with faith. 
maybe that was happening throughout. Um, in a conversation with pain. Mm-hmm. Which I know you've already said, just reflecting on that as a... Yeah, a migraine. <laughs> what else from Vessel do you want to make sure we talk about? Um, um, oh, so uh, I, I, do, I want to talk about screen. Okay. Again, like screen, I think, is in the same vein of trees. Like the first verse is, I do not know where I would go in front of you and hide my soul because you're the only one who knows it. I will hide behind my pride. Don't know why I think I can lie because there's a screen on my chest. I'm standing in front of you. I'm trying to be so cool. Everything together trying to be so cool. Um, and if I am remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure Tyler was like in uh, in youth group, <laughs> um, like part of youth groups uh, and stuff. And and on their albums, I believe I think I don't know if they did it in the most recent one. Although I think they did. They have like a dedication to Jesus Christ on the album, um, just as like on the back where they do the thank you things. Um, and this is like, we've talked about quote unquote Christian music before. <laughs> um, and I think the interesting thing about 21 pilots is they're like, so unexpectedly, mm-hmm. like you listen to them and they don't sound like, they don't sound like anything else really. Cause they, they bend so many genres um they blend so many genres but and and this is just my interpretation um because i am christian and that's my worldview uh and there are a lot of other interpretations but i feel like in their lyrics it's really hard to avoid that sort of struggling with faith and it's a sort of thing that you don't really get in mainstream Christian music. Um, Like a lot of worship songs are made to be sung in the church. They might sort of vaguely uh, refer to struggles or something like a mountain to climb or waters to cross, but it doesn't usually go that much deeper. Um, And 21 Pilots really, really dives into it. Uh, in, in a way that is really authentic to to Tyler, uh, and um, I think it really works. Uh, and so, screen. Look, there's a chorus part. Well, right before that, there's this sort of break part, breakdown, and he says. My flow's not great, okay? I conversate with people who know if I flow in a song, I'll get no radio play. While you're doing fine, there's some people in I who have a really tough time getting through this life, so excuse us while we sing to the sky. Which, uh, 
you know, singing to the sky is, is prayer. <laughs> um, my prayer is schizophrenic, <laughs> as he says in semi-automatic. Um, and there's this ending chorus of screen, which is, we're broken people. We're broken, we're broken, we're broken people. We're broken, we're broken, we're broken people. We're broken people. The music is all very catchy. Uh, yeah. I think. Um, and I appreciate that you're kind of helping us see that there's more behind it than just what it feels like. I, I often find myself in spaces like dancing or moving to music and don't want to pay attention to the words because <laughs> it will make me less desiring to listen to it or dance. Mm. And that's doesn't seem to be the case of 21 pilots. Yeah, it's uh I I don't think I would still be listening without the lyrics. Uh but I will say like 21 pilots is one of the only <laughs> albums that will like make me spontaneously start dancing. Uh, wow. Okay. Which is it's saying something. In spite of my name being Danson, uh, and in spite of my my mom and my sister both uh, being dancers, um, I really don't like to dance. Do <laughs> um, not be dancing. I, I'll dance with the right person, but it's sort of dancing that our generation did um, <laughs> at at dances. Uh, I, I did not. Like or even even just uh, like free form dance, I'm just not not about it. I'm, I have too much social anxiety <laughs> to do it. But Twenty One Pilots, man, they vibe really hard, especially on the later albums. Like like Trench, the most recent one that came out was just absolute jam. Um, Josh Dunn is really the the bomb. Um, but you know, I'll just be like cooking or something, and if Twenty One Pilots is on, it's, it's like a ninety-five percent chance, ninety-five percent likelihood that I'll just start dancing um, <laughs> to Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> Good to know. In a way that you wouldn't dance to Need to Breathe. Yeah, not really. I mean, I get into Need to Breathe in the same way that I get into like the Eagles or Sticks or. Um, a band like that, I get into it in a different way. I don't, I don't like dance to it. <laughs> I like get really into the guitar solos and stuff and like try to do some air guitar and stuff, but. Okay. <laughs> I learned something new about you tonight. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Can we move on to, to Trench? Yeah, so um, I think we should do uh, Stressed Out before we get to Trench. Okay. Um, because uh, there's so many good songs on here. I mean, just please, please listen to the album. Listen to it all the way through. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like me... I feel like me telling you to listen to it will make you not want to listen to it. So I'll just keep going. But 
Um, Vessel came out in uh, 2013, and uh, they toured it a lot, and they had a couple, I guess they released a couple of them as singles to try and help support the album. Um, but I don't think it was like a huge success. Uh, I mean, now it is, but back then it, they, it didn't like make them famous. It was their first album with a big record label. Um, and then they released Blurry Face in 2015. Um, and, uh, I think, I don't know exactly, but I don't know if it was the album got popular or stressed out, got really popular. And that in turn made the album popular. Um, but it was the first album for every single track to reach at least certified gold, um, which is like a certain amount of sales and plays um and so like and like half the album is like certified platinum um in terms of sales and stuff i don't know exactly what that means but they got really big um i think yeah. everyone a, a lot of people in our generation heard stressed out because it was on the radio um and a lot of the other songs on blurry face also got that treatment. Um, but I picked stressed out because I feel like it's a song for our generation, for millennials. Um, and I, I don't know, what, what do you think of stressed out? Do you remember the first time you heard it or I do not. Um, I listened to the song about five times in a row today. And um, by no means was that the first time I've listened to it. Um, but I felt like it was probably every time I was listening to it, I, I was like, okay, I think I feel like I'm digging a layer deeper. I was, I was in the garden this, this week, this weekend. Um, I was using a hand trowel. And I had gloves on, but I was using it wrong in the sense of it was digging into one part of my hand. And I looked at, you know, at it, and I had a uh, <laughs> lost two to three layers of skin deep, um, which just created this really frustrating thing in the middle of my palm. But I bring that up because I feel like every time I listen to it and going through another layer, I probably could have used an onion. It's much more common, uh, <laughs> but it's less less relevant to me at this precise moment. Um, and I enjoy, there's a lot of words in the song. Um, like there are a lot of words and the part of this is rapping it and there's, but there's a lot of words, um, which is uncommon for a song that is really, it makes it big. I feel like a lot of songs that make it big, especially pop songs that land in more of a pop feeling have really simple words as well as chords. Um, mm. And the thing that stuck up to me um, the most was the fourth line of the song, because I just found it really enjoyable and really frustrating at the same time. 
Um, <laughs> I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. Um, <laughs> that's like the only point in this, like purposely makes a decision not to rhyme with that word saying um, in a, mm-hmm. in a stanza that is full of rhyming couplets. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that. And it frustrated me at the same time because, <laughs> you know, he made a good point. He made a point with the, not only with what he was saying, but with how he chose to say it, which sounds like that's just a little microcosm for me of mm-hmm. the larger experience that you have when you listen to 21 pilots. Cause you've listened yeah. to them so much and like, have given dedicated time when you weren't driving or with your son uh, or other spaces um, to, to listen to it. Um, yeah. I wrote papers to 21 pilots. <laughs> Believe it or not. Like in college. Yeah. Yeah. The but thing is what like, is it about? Sorry. Sorry. Because I was listening to it over and over and over. I was listening to the album. So it got to the point where mm-hmm. I could I could sort of like selectively tune it out when I was writing a paper. Because oh, I didn't want to stop listening to it. To it, not you wrote papers about it. No, not about it. To it. You could write papers. I, I wanted to write an essay, but uh I didn't get around to it because I was covering two songs um Um, hunter you are not a mainstream person um in fact we've discussed on this podcast and we've discussed in person there's almost a correlation between how popular something is and how much you dislike it um (laughs) maybe that's a little bit aggressive a way of saying it uh but they made it big and you were talking about that like that's a positive thing um, and you still enjoy listening to them. Uh, explain. Why would you choose uh, the most popular song from the most popular album as a one-off for us to discuss? Because some things get popular for a reason. Uh, <laughs> do I think that Tyler Joseph deserves like you know millions of millions of dollars for everything? Like, no but it's about the art. Like, I feel like art, like the system that we have rewards, like just speaking monetarily, like totally out of proportion. Um, Like if you make (laughs) it to a certain level, you just, once you make a name, you know, it's exponential from there. Um, But, I've people will sometimes say things about blurry face, like, Oh, it's, it's blurry face. It's just played out. Like whatever it's, it's been played so much. I don't want to hear it anymore. It's just the pop. It's just, it's just the album that everybody likes. I mean, I don't know if there's actually people like that, but you know, (laughs) certainly I think the amount that stressed out has been played. People kind of tend to view it as that sort of song. And I remember when I think it was the Emmys or something like they won a, an award for it. And Tyler and Josh came out on the stage in their boxers. Uh, 
And there are a ton of comments like, I can't believe these kids coming out in their boxers. They're just a bunch of dumb kids, whatever. Um, but like, I might've thought that if I didn't know anything about them, uh, or if I hadn't like already been a fan. And I think also like my friend recommended me these albums and so that he really liked them. And so I had that mm -hmm. connection to it to kind of put the commitment in to listen more, uh, and, and give it an intentional listen. Uh, I'm not sure I would have to have discovered it and kept listening to it as much. And I'm really glad I did. Um, but I feel like, like the reason stressed out is so popular is because like, that's our generation. That's what happened to millennials. Um, and like, you know, we were, I was told when I'd get older, all my fears would shrink, but no, I'm insecure and I care what people think. Uh, and, and this is also sort of a concept album. He says, my name's Blurry Face and I care what you think. And Blurry Face is sort of like a character who who's sort of like the anxious one, all of his, all of his angst and stuff. And like, we are one of the first generations that will probably are more likely to do economically worse than our parents. Um, and there are, I'm, you know, there's plenty of us that sort of earned the reputation that millennials have of, uh, you know, mooching and that kind of thing. Um, but most of it is really just a stereotype. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't own their own house or anything like that, just because it's so hard to do in today's economy. Uh, mm -hmm. And like, but when we were growing up, like there was this expectation that we would do better because our parents did better their parents before them and like it was like you know the 90s and the early 2000s when the internet was exploding and there just seemed sort of this endless potential and then 9 11 happened then 2008 happened and um here we are in 2023 and like <laughs> we're stressed out um And I just think about the out of student loans and treehouse homes, we all would take the ladder. And then of course the the refrain. We used to play pretend, give each other different names. We would build a rocket ship and then we'd fly it far away. Used to dream of outer space, but now they're laughing at our face, saying, Wake up, you need to make money. Money. Out of student loans and treehouse homes. I I didn't I I couldn't catch that that phrase out of the student loans. Mm. Sometimes I find it hard to catch, even when I listen to something multiple times, mm -hmm. what the word is, which you know we've already seen, become versus beget. Yeah, um, yeah, it happens. But I like yes. Oh, I always thought it was treehouse loans, not homes. Out of student loans and treehouse loans, we all would take the ladder. You know, I thought it had to do with how people would get up into their treehouse. Honestly, and we would take the ladder. 
L A D D E R instead of like got you. I, yeah. I honestly couldn't tell what he was saying, um, but it, and this is why you go to the lyrics, which I so rarely do nowadays, because you know it, it's so it's so easy to always listen to something new, always watch something new, always read something new, because there's always new content. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you really it's so rare it's so uncommon to to connect with something on the first like to fully deeply connect with something the first time you experience it yeah um there's a a poem that i i read as part of my uh train a training that i do for my job it's a really hard poem uh to hear it's a hard poem to read um, and I tell people the first time they hear it to not make any notes, to follow along if they want to, um, but or, or close their eyes or whatever they need to do. Um, and it's after that that I give them time for people to read it individually, and then they can make notes. Then they can, you know, mm. do what they would like. And I actually have a coworker who then at the end reads it through again out loud. Um, that aspect of repetition, giving you the opportunity to connect to something in a, in a deeper way to get past, like to, to relish just to, to celebrate the first initial interaction, but then, and then to move through that, not past it, but through it into the greater depth that it tells. And so I, I it had not hit the point yet where I was like, oh, this is a song of our generation. That's why it's what people like. Um, but I see it. I see it when you share it that way. The, the music video is just funny. Josh and Tyler are just <clears throat> hysterical. Josh especially. He's, he seems, he doesn't say much, but uh, he's very sarcastic. Uh, but in the music video, they're just riding like big wheels around uh, Columbus, Ohio, I think. Uh, or at least someplace that looks like Columbus, Ohio. The streets they used to roam. That's hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> I may or may not be having be watching it now. Oh yeah, it's it's great. Their music videos are really, really great. They're all worth watching. Um, and there's so many good songs on Blurry Face. Like you know, yeah, it's really popular, but it's a really good album. Like there's not a bad song on it. Um, and is he Blurry Face tattoos. Sorry. Yeah, and when I like Blurry Face is what I turn to when I. I'm really feeling the fallenness of man <laughs> in myself uh, and that kind of darkness and blurry faces. Very cathartic. Hmm. But uh, we're on to trench. Oh, that um, is such an intricate handshake. Oh yeah. 
They do that handshake in the trench video. Trench music video. One of them. I forget which song. Seeing them in a music video is very interesting because for whatever reason, as I was listening to them, maybe it's because I know you like need to breathe so much. So I think I was thinking need to breathe as I was listening to them. And now I'm looking and I'm thinking, and I'm seeing more Usher than I am need to breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Huh. The visual aspect of me. Just... <laughs> I have a, TJ told me a story, um, and I'm going to ask his permission if I can keep it in. But he told me a story about when his dad went and bought this, bought Vessel for him. And mm-hmm. his dad gave him the album. And um, I guess his dad had had what he said, you know, I, I listened to it because I wanted to see, you know, what you were into these days. And um, he, his dad, his dad pointed at the cover and said, that's not them, is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the cover of Vessel is actually Tyler and Josh's grandparents. It's their two grandfathers. Ah, that makes sense. Is this hand tat- tattoo? Or is yeah, that just in there? He has a lot of uh, tattoos. Um, and also the band name, 21 Pilots, before we get into Trench. Okay, so it was a play inspired by a play that that Tyler Joseph was studying. Uh, someone made a decision where they sent out faulty airplanes uh, during the war, faulty airplane parts, and 21 pilots died because they sent them out. And uh, the main character tried to justify why he sent those parts out and he ultimately ended up um dying by suicide at the end of the play that's very emotional it's arthur miller's all my sons is the play Mm. okay andre we are entering into trench um Welcome to Trench. Uh, can you give us a... What is the thread that ties this album together? Or the threads? So, tr- uh, yeah, so Trench um, came out in 2018. They toured Blurry Face for a long time, and it was, you know, incredibly popular, and all that was happening. Uh, and then Tyler just, like, didn't really know how to deal with it. And I think they had to be done touring, and... He basically just like disappeared for a year um, and worked on Trench. And Trench grew out of this basically like a fantasy world that Tyler created in his head where it's based on this city called Dima. Um, Okay. And it's set inside of Trench. I guess it draws its name from Zoroastrianism. 
uh, and in the religion and that religion, towers of silence were used to dispose of dead bodies by having vultures eat the corpses. Uh, this is from the Twenty One Pilots fan wiki. Um, I am inclined to trust it because Twenty One Pilots fans are like incredibly thorough. Um, but the city and trench is controlled by nine bishops, um, and they're named after Nicholas Bourbaki, which is a collect the pseudonym of a group of mostly French mathematicians. Uh, and and I guess like Blurryface, the Nicholas Bourbaki is the name of Blurryface's character, um, and so like there's a lot of world building in this album, um, and there. But really, to me, it's it's more of a backdrop. Like you don't really need to understand anything about this. If you want to, you can dive into it. Especially like if you watch the music videos, there's a lot more of the style and and things. Um, but I feel like the the al the the whole fantasy world, Dima and, and Nicholas Porbaki is like kind of a backdrop to the album, kind of like a soundscape. Um, because the songs are really, I think, very listenable if you know nothing about it, um, which I hope they were for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm realizing that one of the songs is called Chlorine and not Maureen. Yeah. I thought I was singing about a person whose love is a chemical. Um, I was very confused. Um, wow. Uh, the listening comprehension is not a strength of mine. Um, which one would make it very good. Great question as to why would I then be on a podcast where there's a lot of listening and response. Um, <laughs> wow, that makes so much more sense. I was like started the, the music video just as you were moving a trench, and I was like, "Oh, they're filling up a pool. I wonder if it's called <laughs> it's Chloe." <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. It's it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, in my mind, yeah. it's like you know, sipping on sweet marine. Her love is a chemical. I was like, ooh, that's interesting. Who is this marine character? I want to know more about her. Uh, like, maybe it's a spouse or a girlfriend or you know, fantasy or something. Nope, it's it's not sipping on straight time. chlorine. Yeah, so actually that is kind of connects because Trench, I think, is a great example of an artist processing um, like really incredible success in a way that's not obnoxious. <laughs> like um, like that meme of DJ Khalid uh, suffering from success. Um, but like Chlorine... Uh, you know, sipping on straight chlorine, this beat is a chemical, um, is really, I think, about, like, Tyler sort of figuring out, like, what, <laughs> what is this beat? Like, what is this beat that I've created? Uh, because, like, 
21 Pilots fans, they call themselves the Click. Uh, I'm not really sure why, um, but they are really devoted. And um, because like his music has helped them, helped a lot of them stay alive, uh, has dealt with things that they have really been, struggled with. Um, and let's see, he says, now different lives I lead, my body lives unled. The last two lines may read incorrect until said that the lead is a terrible is terrible in flavor, but now you double as a paper maker. I despise you sometimes. I love to hate the fight, and you in my life is like sipping on straight chlorine. The vibe's not over me. And it's just like a it's a great vibe uh, in the song. But um when he says like you double as a paper maker. Um, I think he's he's referring to how his music, you know, makes a lot of money now and is really popular. And so it's it's about how this sort of um has sort of it 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 almost took over his life, I guess. Um he says, you know, I'm so sorry I forgot you. Let me catch you up to speed. I've been tested like the end of a weather flag that's by the sea. Um, is how he's he's feeling about all of this, all this stuff that sprang up around blurry face. Um, so, what did this album do for you? What what did what did you hear? What what resonated with you? I, I you are a person who does great research and does it because you're interested. And I love hearing this and it's really helpful. I feel like I'm getting a much better idea of who 21 pilots is. Um, I, I want to know more about who Hunter is because of 21 pilots. Yeah. Thanks. I feel like I just, I need to like, sometimes I get carried away. Uh, that's what happens when you when you sip on some sweet Maureen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this this album came out uh, short, either shortly before or shortly after uh, my wife and I moved back to the East Coast. We had lived in Idaho for two years. Um, my wife did Teach for America out there, and I did other things. Uh, other jobs. Many other things. Yes. Started writing a book out there. But um, it was really kind of a transition time. And also around that time, my grandfather passed. Uh, and he had, he'd been suffering from Alzheimer's, uh, for a long time. Mm. Um, and when I think about trench, I immediately think of the song legend. Um, cause the chorus, I, I really think the song is dedicated to Um, you know, Tyler's uh, one of his grandparents. And, you know, the chorus is, you were one of those classic ones traveling around this sun. 
You were one of those classic ones. I wish she knew you. You were one of those classic ones. Now everybody knows. You were one of those classic ones. Um, and, you know, he says, you're a legend in my own mind, my middle name, my goodbye. And the thing about losing my grandfather is that because he had Alzheimer's, I never really got to know him. Mm. By the time I was old enough, he he wasn't really able to talk. He he really he was living in a home and he, you know, talked kind of like this strange garbled mixture of French and English. He was French Canadian. Um so he was he was kind of like a legend to me. I know about him uh from what my grandmother has said what my mom has has talked about him and in very early childhood memories um and he, you know so that was a big part of of trench for me i listened to this song mm -hmm. quite a lot <laughs> um during that time and the bit that I think really gets me is, um, I'm sorry, I did not visit, did not know how to take it when your eyes did not know me like I know you. Uh, because, you know, we'd, we'd visit my grandfather, um, but he didn't really know us. Uh, and it's it's strange, like, trying to figure out a loss that when you don't know exactly what you've lost. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that Hunter. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, trench is a wonderful album to get lost in. Uh, You know, there's legend, which means a lot to me. And it was also a transitional time when I was sort of trying to figure out what this new life on the East Coast was going to be. Um, I mean, of, of course, we're moving back to be closer to friends and family, um, but we were living in a new state to both of us, to both of my wife and I, uh, in a new house and starting a different kind of life. Uh, and Trench just has so much, there's the whole fantasy world in it that you can get lost in. Um, it has wonderful soundscapes, really unique sounds and, and wonderful lyrics. And um, I really love the song Morph. Uh, I feel like that's kind of slept on. Um, okay. It's like, it's just a really awesome uh, synth piano sound to start it off. I'm not even going to try to do it because I'm not cool enough, but um, really great lyrics. Um, we're surrounded and we're hounded. There is no above or under or around it. For above is blind belief and under is sword to sleeve and around is scientific miracle. Let's pick above and see. For if and when we go above, the question still remains. Are we still in love and is it possible we feel the same? And that's when going under starts to take my wonder. 
but until that time, I'll try to sing this. If I keep moving, they won't know. I'll morph to someone else. What they throw at me is too slow. I'll morph to someone else. I'm just a ghost. I'll morph to someone else. Um, like just so many places you can go. I think about heaven, you know, if let's pick above and see, uh, you know, if we go above, are we still in love and it's impossible we feel the same? Like, what's it going to be like in heaven? Are we going to be the same as we are now or we're going to be totally different or a little bit the same or whatever? And and <laughs> this is kind of weird, but whenever I think about this album, I think about um, a game, sort of a game. It's called uh, Pioneer Space Sim. Uh, and... I would like put on this album and put on this space sim and I had a joystick that I would do it, play it with. And, uh, I would like try to manually fly a ship from one planet to another. And this, this game had like, it's still around. It's like an open source sort of thing, but it has like almost to scale. I think it, it, it aims for like one to one scale solar systems. Uh, but you can like speed up time so that you're not just flying for literal days, months and whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would like try and manually pilot a ship from one planet to another or like to a certain space station or something. So like part of this album, when I, when I think about this album, I think about that game, which isn't really remarkable. And, but I mean, it is, it is kind of cool, but uh, you know, trying to like figure out when to start uh you know turning on my back thrusters because if you uh if you mm. really you can't just do it casually otherwise you'll just fly into a sun or fly into the planet and die instantly or because because it's real okay. newtonian physics so like uh you know an object in motion stays in motion um but but uh i would put on like morph uh the whole album but uh morph and bandito like a lot of like this has a really consistent vibe um and you said the word vibe a few times it seems to matter a lot to you yeah i mean that i mean 21 pilots like tyler knows how to vibe like <laughs> like as much as his lyrics are so serious and intense um and go to some really dark places his music is like a jam um, like you dance to it. Certain aspects of what you're sharing reminds me of, of my love for Lincoln park. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was really excited for you to listen to 21 pilots. Cause I was thinking about like, man, Eric likes Lincoln park. I feel like he would really like 21 pilots. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, with this conversation, I will spend more time listening. It's, I listened quite a few times, um, but that doesn't mean I sat down and gave it a full attention yeah. piece. It just, it, it didn't work out this week. Yeah. So I tried to make up for maybe the deeper quality with sheer quantity of listens. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because I, I still in my mind, my what I remember is is very much conflicting with 
what you're saying and then what I was, you know, what I'm seeing um, mm-hmm. or rehearing. Uh, like, and it's <laughs> honestly like sh- switching genres in my mind uh, to more accurate to what they are. Yeah. Which is a, a very interesting thing for me to to try and wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. Um, interacting with a fan uh, with a with a band as if they're more indie, mm-hmm. and then realizing no, they're actually like pop rap. Yeah, I mean, how can you put a label on a lifestyle? I mean. Okay, but it's clear they're not indie. Is what I'm trying no. to communicate. That's, yeah, they're not indie. That's what I'm trying to communicate here. Okay, they're very different genre <laughs> of music, right? Yeah, yeah. I was trying to agree with you, um, and make a joke at the same time, but I'm not very good at that. You are clearer at telling jokes than some of my friends, but that might be a me thing. Mm. I don't know. It depends on your friends. We are kind of towards the end wrapping up here. Um, what else about Trench is just, can you not hold in? Pet cheetah. Pet cheetah. Yeah, pet cheetah. Uh, <laughs> I think the other theme that I think about with Trench is writing. Um, uh, like because of the way Tyler wrote this album, uh, and also like what he says in songs like Pet Cheetah. Um, <laughs> when he was teasing this album, I think he released on his Twitter or something just a gif of a running cheetah. Um, and he did some other like cryptic stuff, um, that the, the fan base like had a ball with. Um, and this the it like starts out and it's like you know it's like a pretty aggressive beat um you know i'll take this beat i should delete to exercise it's kind of like about writer's block he's trying to figure out how to write in the chorus and the refrain is no i move slow i want to stop time i'll sit here till i find the problem um so it's this tension between like wanting to get something out to show people that he's, he's working on stuff or like producing something uh, and, and also, but also wanting to make sure that it's good and that it, he takes the time to figure out what he wants to write. Um, mm-hmm. And then the song just takes a turn <laughs> where he says, I've got a pet cheetah down in my basement. I've raised him and bathed him and named him Jason. Statham, I've trained him to make me these beats. Now my pet cheat is quicker in the studio than on his feet. So he's got a pet cheetah named Jason Statham in his basement. Um, which like just made me laugh. Uh when I when I like figured out yeah, what he was I saying. Laughing. I was like <laughs> um and you know, but he says like the pet cheat is quicker in the studio than on his feet. So like Tyler actually built a studio in his basement uh, in Columbus for this album. And I guess he would spend like all hours of the day down there, just like in the studio. Uh, And, and, you know, he, they, they really enjoy doing live shows. They've, um, 
and blurry face there's a line like he says my creativity is only free when i'm playing shows and they really do amazing shows they put so much showmanship into it um and really really make it a great performance like sometimes i feel like there's less and less bands that are better live than they are on the on the album um and 21 pilots is really like worth seeing live um needs to breathe is too but uh taylor swift is also from what i've heard incredible to watch live um the last show my my, my wife went to she did yeah uh, taylor swift did uh, or maybe it was one of the other i can't remember if melanie was there in person or was a different one taylor swift redid all of her songs so like they weren't the album versions she like purposefully like did different live versions of them and was like putting them together at different points and then playing ones from like deep, deep takes that, you know, were only mm-hmm. on released on one hardcover album in target, you know, for those, whatever yeah. we, you know, um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like uh, going to shows, going to, concerts they stress me out mm-hmm. and give me headaches and um uh panic attacks or anxiety <laughs> attacks at least um not all of them but many um but i i do love playing <laughs> in the show yeah it is a different feel altogether especially yeah. when you're vibing yeah especially when you're vibing Got a vibe. Um, Do you remember watching Transporter 3? I think it was Transporter (laughs) 2 together. Transporter 3. Um, Do not recommend. Um, uh, Jason Statham is still driving a car as the Transporter. (laughs) And there's this, like, what, 18-year-old? I don't know. It's a very strange movie with a lot of weird things going on in it. And yeah. uh, I remember watching that with you and both of us were like watching it and staring at each other and like, what is happening in this movie? Like, do you like Jason <laughs> Statham and you like like the idea of the transporter? But like, this is just not good. Like, and it's not like so bad. It's good. It's just like bad. Mm-hmm. And side shoot now over. Please come back to the main show. <laughs> So Pet Cheetah is like, you know, he's he he has writer's block. So he gets a pet cheetah named Jason Statham. And the pet cheetah is kind of like a metaphor for like just a random beat that he's been thinking of. <clears throat> and then he takes it out to exercise. And I feel like this is the song where Tyler kind of like breaks through the writer's block. Because he he says, you know, this click means so much to this dude. It could make him afraid of his music and be scared to death. He could lose it, uh, is what he says about his music. So he's like kind of scared of what he has created. Um, but at the end of the day, he says, no, I move slow. I want to stop time. I'll sit here till I find the problem. 
I can feel pressure start to possess my mind. So I'll take this beat. I should delete to exercise. So it's like Pechita to me is like a moment when, when I'm trying to like, I mean, I had one earlier today. Like I, I had, I had a blessed like couple hours where uh, I, I didn't have to worry about kids. And, um, I like went for a run and took a shower and came back and like sat on the couch with my notebook. Um, and I was going to try and write <laughs> draft something. I'm I'm working on, well, it's either the second half of book two or it's, or it's book three, but, um, you know, I'm at a pretty rough, pretty tough place that I'm trying to get through. And I fell asleep on the couch staring at my paper um but then i woke up and i just started writing something Hmm. uh and it it helped me i didn't i didn't write that much but it was enough to kind of like get me to the next thing Mm -hmm. to help me figure out what the story is going to be because i've just been stuck on world building and I know for some people they can build the whole world and then do the story in it. But I feel like for me, the world grows out of the story as much as the story is part of the world. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was a moment for me that I had that is like a pet cheetah moment. Um, Or like I was watching the making of the dark crystal series, um, which I, I really or we're not because they're not getting to season two, but uh, they were showing Brian Froud, who who whose artwork inspired the original Dark Crystal, and he's designed every single character and clothing, like everything on it. And they showed him like sort of part of his process, and he was talking about how like sometimes he would just like make a squiggle on the on the paper. Um, and just stare at the squiggle and, and think like, okay, there's a character in here somewhere. And he would draw from that. And that's like a, a pet cheetah moment as well. Um, mm. So yeah, that, that's, that's a big part of trench for me too. Um, and, and of course, neon gravestones is just, um, it's a, uh, just go listen to it because I don't think I could really do it justice, but you know, Tyler felt like he needed to make a statement about the community that kind of sprung up, sprung up around his music and the is, is sort of what he actually thinks about like issues like suicide and self-harm and that kind of stuff. Um, and neon gravestones was that song. And, and he really, he pulls it off. Thank you, Hunter. Thanks for yeah, thank sharing you. with us, not just the surface level of the music, not just the deeper level of how it ties together and how it's impacted the community, um, but also the way that it's impacted you and shaped you. Yeah. And I'm excited that as we fade out at the end of this episode, um, our listeners will get the chance to, to hear you. Uh, uh playing uh a song that uh fittingly is closing our episode just like it does 
every live uh, showing of uh, <laughs> Twin Pilots. That's right. Yeah, I hope you enjoy uh, the cover. I have done it quite a lot since I've worked it out, but I do add a little something, some lyrics in there that not in the original. Um, but I, that's my interpretation. Thank you for listening. Uh, listeners and Eric, thank you for listening to uh, No Vessel and, and Trench and Stressed Out. When you were stressed out uh, by <laughs> life and by uh, someone who refused to... Um, someone who refused to exchange information. Just make your day longer. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope... I hope it's not the last time you listen to 21 Pilots. Uh, I know they're not for everyone, um, but if they are for you, then man, oh man, uh, it's, it's going to be a lifelong listen. East is up. I know where you stand, silent in the trees. And that's where I am Silent in the trees Why won't you speak Where I happen to be Silent in the trees Standing cowardly I can feel
Standing next to me But why do you feel so far away When all I want is to hear you say I know where you stand